0: Well, good afternoon boys and girls I hope you are all well and thank you for tuning in uh, we're going to have a bit of a different service this afternoon for our Easter family service because I'm not going to speak so much but quite a lot of you are going to be doing readings and uh, we're going to hear uh, some people from the congregation uh, singing God's praises as well uh, so let's begin and uh, we will ask God to help us we'll pray Lord God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this special Easter day, this Easter Sunday. And we thank you for all that we remember on Easter Sunday, that Jesus died to take our sin away, and he rose from the dead, and he's alive. And he is with us, and he has promised that, although he is in heaven just now, one day soon, we're not sure what day, he will come back and take everyone who's trusted him to be with him forever. So we thank you for the good news of uh, Easter. And we pray that as we hear the Bible uh, verses read, and as we think about them a little, as we hear the songs sang, uh, we pray that you would help us in our minds to to think a lot about Jesus and all that he did to make it possible for us to be saved and to be your children. I pray for all the boys and girls in all the homes that are tuning in. We thank you that you know us. We thank you that you love us. We thank you that you're able to help us. And when we're struggling, when we're sad, you can give us comfort. When we feel weak, we thank you that you can give us strength. When we feel lonely, we thank you that you're the God who, who comes close to us. And when we're in need of help, we thank you that as we pray, as we cry out to you, uh, you do help us. So we ask, Lord, that whatever we are feeling today, whatever we need, that you would come close to us and that you would help us and help us to understand uh, the, the wonder of the Easter story. Uh, help us to concentrate and move in our hearts, we pray, that we would know that you are God and that you are with us in each of our homes. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Well, boys and girls, I hope you are having a, a good time on your Easter holidays. Now, in just a minute, to kind of get things going, uh, we're, we're going to listen to a song and we're going to watch a video. And uh, some of you people are in the video. I haven't uh, seen it yet, but uh, I know that some of the boys and girls in the Sunday school will, will be in the, the video. And the song that has uh, being sung, and you're doing the actions to it is a song that you know well, because I know you do it in Sunday school quite a lot. Sometimes I can even hear it through the wall, you're singing it so loud, and that's a good thing. And in this song that you're about to see and hear, uh, there's lots of questions, and then there's one big clear answer. And what I want to do today is, is uh, think about some of the questions that are in that song. Because these questions, they help us to, to understand the good news of Easter. And remember that the Easter story, it is news. It's not made up of stories. It's real news. You know, if we want a made-up story, uh, then we might put on the television and we might watch a film like um, Batman or Spider-Man, That was my favourite when I was younger. Uh, or Toy Story or Frozen. One of these, one of these films. These are these are made-up films. They're made-up stories. But uh, if we want to to know true things, we don't put on a film. Uh, we we put on the news, don't we? Might not be your favorite program, but if you want to know what's really happening around the world and what's happening in the country, uh, we put on the news. And you know, boys and girls, in the Bible, in the in the second half of the Bible, the New Testament, it's called, uh, there's, there's four Gospels. And I wish you were here in the room with me because I would ask you the question and I know you'd know the answer. What are the Gospels? Do you know the names of the Gospels? Well, there's the Gospel according to Matthew. And then there's the Gospel according to Mark. And then there's the Gospel of Luke. And then there's the Gospel of of John. And boys and girls, do you know what Gospel means? I think you know the answer to that question too. The Gospel means good news. And it isn't the good news about Matthew and Mark and Luke and John. They're the writers, as God uh, helps them to know what to write, but they're not writing about themselves. Who are they writing about? Well, they're writing about Jesus. It's the good news about Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. And boys and girls, we need good news, don't we? And if you've watched the news in the last year, there's been a lot of bad news. We've heard a lot about sickness. And I think we'd probably like to hear uh, some good news about someone who can take sickness away. And we've probably heard a lot of bad news about death when people have been uh, saying on the news there's been so many people who've died because of, of COVID. And we've had a lot of news about that, but we'd like to hear some good news about, about someone who can bring life. And we've heard in the last year a lot about lockdowns. But I think we'd like to hear some news about someone who can make us free. And so we want to hear good news. And this afternoon, we are going to hear from yourselves, as you read the Bible, we're going to hear the best news ever. The good news about Jesus, the super saviour. And what I want to do now is I want to think about some of the the questions in the song. And the first question that we hear is what the song begins with. uh, Who can save the day? That's the question. Who can save the day? You know, sometimes we hear stories, maybe news stories, about about brave people who hear that some of the people that they love, uh, who might be far away, they, they hear stories that they're in danger. And so what do they do? Well, they, they go on maybe a long journey because they want to rescue the people that they love, that they've heard uh, are in danger. They want to save the day. And, you know, that's what Jesus did. If we go right back now to the very beginning of the Bible, to the very beginning of the world, in the beginning, God created the world. You've been thinking about that in Sunday school. And when he made the world, everything was absolutely perfect. But it wasn't long, was it, until Adam and Eve disobeyed God. And when they disobeyed God, The world didn't get better. Everything started to go wrong. And people started fighting with each other. Think about Cain and Abel. And people became sick. And people died. And you know, the longer things went on, things didn't get better. Actually, the worse things became. So what did the world need? Well, he needed a saviour. One who would come and save the, the day. And so, so God made a promise that he would send a saviour. In fact, God made a promise that he would be the saviour. And that's a promise uh, that goes all the way through the Old Testament. And we could go to lots and lots of verses where God says to his people in the Old Testament, I'm promising you a saviour. I'll be your saviour. And, uh, one place we hear that promise, I'll just give you one, is, uh, Psalm 130 in verse 8. And God, uh, says there through, uh, David, the Psalm writer, uh, He Himself, that's God Himself, will redeem, He will save Israel, His people, from all their sins. That was God's promise, that He Himself uh, would save his people from all their sins. That was the Old Testament. Now, what happened at the beginning of the New Testament? You know that, don't you? Well, at the beginning of the New Testament, we read about Jesus being born, and just before uh, Jesus uh, was was born, remember, remember Joseph. It was Mary who had uh, the baby Jesus uh, in, in her tummy. And then uh, there was Joseph, who was engaged to Mary, and Joseph didn't know what was going on. And the angel came to help Joseph, to speak to Joseph, uh, and uh, he spoke from that psalm. And Katie Morag now is going to read uh, for us what the angel said to Joseph to help him understand. It's from Matthew chapter 1, verses 20 and 21. So we'll hear that from Katie Morag now. Matthew chapter 1 verses 20 to 21, Joseph son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Thank you very much Katie Morag for reading that uh, so clearly. So what do we learn there? We learn that Jesus came all the way from heaven to earth to be the super saviour. And at Christmas time, which is when we normally hear that verse read, uh, we remember that Jesus was born uh, as a baby. But what happened next? Because that wasn't the end of the story. That was the beginning of the story well what happened next Cameron's going to tell us what happened next and he's going to read from Luke chapter 2 and verse 40 Luke
1: 2 verses 14 and the child grew and became son he was
0: filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him Thank you very much, Cameron, uh, for reading that verse. Now, boys and girls, you're all growing up very fast. And because we've not really been able to see each other much over the last year, every time I see you, you seem to be a whole lot more grown up than you were the last time I saw you. And you know, Jesus was like that. That's what it says in the verse that Cameron uh, read. The child, Jesus, grew and became strong. And he was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. Jesus grew up in this world. He wasn't just born into this world, but he lived in this world. He grew up in this world. And that means because Jesus grew up in this world, uh, he understands what this world is like. Uh, Jesus knew what it was like to have to do schoolwork. He knew what it was like to have to do chores around the house. And Jesus knew what it was like to have uh, brothers and sisters who probably were quite annoying sometimes. And he knew what it was like to have to do hard work with his hands when he was helping Joseph. He knew what it was like to feel happy. He knew what it was like to feel sad. He knew what it was like to to feel tired. Because he lived in this world just like us. That's an amazing thing to think about. That God himself, the Son, came from heaven to this world to be our saviour. And we'll think more about that in a second but he lived in this world for for 33 years and everything that we feel, he understands. And that means that when we're struggling, sometimes we struggle, don't we? When we are struggling with something and when we want somebody to, to speak to who understands what we're feeling, you know who we can speak to who understands everything? We can speak to Jesus. He's our super saviour. But he's also our closest friend. He's the one who understands us. So boys and girls, you're listening. Question number one was, who can save the day? And the answer to that question, you know, is Jesus. He's a super saviour. And the second question from the song is, who can take our our sins away? And if you were here, you would all be shouting back to me, and you would be telling me uh, that it's Jesus. He is the one who can take our sin away. And that takes us right to the very heart of the Easter story. One of the things that we eat at Easter time, I know we eat chocolate eggs, But one of the things that we eat at Easter time uh, is is these. Uh, uh, What are these called? Well, these are called hot uh, cross buns. And what makes them special, uh, and uh, the reason they come out at Easter time, is that they have the cross across the front of them. And that reminds us of uh, not only who took our sins away, but it reminds us of how Jesus took our sins away. It reminds us of where Jesus took our sins away. And, and, and it's on the cross. And Easter cards, I got a couple of Easter cards in the last couple of days. Uh, they look different, these two cards. But the one thing that's on both cards is, look there. And look there, if you can see it, it's the cross. And we're going to read now. About the cross. So we're going to hear uh, two readings. About the cross that Jesus died on for us. Uh, Luke chapter 23 verses 32 to 34. Michael's going to read that for us. And then Luke chapter 23 verses 44 to 46. Caitlin is going to read these verses for us. Luke
1: 23 verses 32 to 34. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the skull, they there they, they crucified him along with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Luke chapter 23, verses 44 to 46.
0: Well thank you very much Michael and thank you very much Caitlin for reading these verses so clearly. Now when we read these verses it might make us actually quite sad when we think about all that Jesus had to suffer. It makes us sad when we think about the cross. We might even think when we're looking at the cross in the Bible, why did why did Jesus have to die? And you know, one answer to that question, boys and girls, is um, he didn't have to die. He, he chose to die for us. In Romans chapter 6, verse 23, it says the wages of sin is death. And when Adam and Eve disobeyed God, what did they do? Well, you know that the answer to that question is they sinned. And ever since Adam and Eve, everyone has sinned. It's like a a virus that came into them and it affected everybody that followed them. And because everyone sins, everyone dies. But think about Jesus. How many times did Jesus sin? Well, the answer is not one time. He never sinned in the things that he thought. He never sinned in the things that he said. He never sinned in the things that he did. He was absolutely sinless. He he never sinned, not once. So why did he have to die if he never sinned? Or who did he die for? And the answer is, he died for us. He died in our place. He died to save the day. He died to to take our our sins away. So, So, boys and girls, if we're trusting in Jesus, he has taken all our sins away. That's good news, isn't it? He's paid the wages, all the wages of our sin when, when he died. And he promises uh, that when we're trusting in him, he can take us even through death safely and into heaven. Sometimes we might go out for a walk and maybe it starts to get dark. Or we're out for a walk and we're not quite sure where we're where we're going. And we might even start to feel a bit scared when it gets dark and we feel a bit lost. But if we have somebody with us uh, who's looking after us, somebody who loves us, somebody that we can trust and they're, they're hanging on to us, we know we're safe, don't we? And if we're Christians, we don't need to be scared of anything in life because uh, Jesus... He's still with us by his spirit. And we don't even need to be scared of death. Because Jesus promises to be with us. And so we can sing these uh, words from the hymn that we often sing. And though I walk the darkest path, that's the path of death. I will not fear the evil one. For you are with me. And I trust in you alone. Okay boys and girls. Can you remember? The first question uh, was who can save the day? And the answer was and is and always will be Jesus. Who can take our sins away? And the answer is Jesus and no one else. He's the one who can take our sins away and the third question now is who can rescue us with mighty power who can rescue us with mighty power and you know boys and girls I think on the first Easter after Jesus died that's the question the people were asking who can rescue us now See, the disciples thought that Jesus could rescue them. But now Jesus was dead. They'd watched him from a distance, uh, going to the cross and dying. And uh, they knew he was dead because his body, after he died, was taken down from the cross and it had to be buried. And we're going to read now about that uh, from Luke chapter twenty three verses 50 to verse 56 and Katie and uh, Lois are going to read these verses for us
1: Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of of the council, a good and upright man um, who had not consented to their decision and action He came from the Judean town of Arimathea and he was waiting for the kingdom of God going to a Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth and
0: placed it in a tomb, cut it in the rock, um, one in which no one had yet been laid.
1: The women who had come with him from Galilee followed along and observed the tomb and how his body was placed. Then they returned and prepared spices and perfumes,
0: and they rested on the Sabbath according to the commandment. Well, thank you, Katie, and thank you, Lois, for reading these verses so clearly. What's our question again? Who can rescue us with mighty power? And for the first disciples, remember, that's probably the question that they were asking. When Jesus died... For them it just felt as if everything had gone wrong. Who can rescue us now? They said. Who's powerful enough to, to come to come back from the dead to be Saviour? See, it just seemed impossible for them uh, to push back death. And it was impossible for them. But it wasn't impossible for Jesus. You know these big, massive iron skips uh, that we sometimes see at the side of the street or where there's a, a job like there is down at the harbour and the, the guys are, are working and they're throwing all their rubbish. They throw in a huge, big, massive skip and it comes in the back of a lorry. Have you ever, Have you ever, boys and girls, tried to push one of these huge, big skips? Have you ever tried to lift one? Well, I can tell you, it's impossible. Not even Taffy would be strong enough to lift one of these skips. We couldn't move it one inch. We're just not powerful enough. There's much more power in the crane than there is in our our little muscles. And you know, the power that was needed to save us The power that was needed to rescue us was found in Jesus and in his cross. We couldn't save ourselves from from sin and from death and, and, and from hell. It was impossible for us. We don't have the power to save ourselves. But God sent his Son and they called him Jesus And there was power in him. There was power in his death. There was power in his cross to rescue us, to save us forever. Who can rescue us with mighty power? Well, Jesus can. And Jesus did when he went to the cross. Okay, boys and girls, thank you very much. You're still listening. Uh, can you uh, remember the question so far? Who can save the day? Jesus. Who can take our sins away? Well, Jesus. Who can rescue us with mighty power? Jesus can. But for the disciples, remember, on that first Easter, uh, they couldn't see that at first. See most stories that we that we read, uh, the end when someone dies. But this story, it doesn't end when Jesus dies, does it? Uh, we could hear that in the last uh, two hymns. The Easter story doesn't have a sad ending. It has a happy ending because we see that Jesus rose from the dead. And that takes us to the end of the song Super Savior. Who can save the day? Who can take our sins away? Who can rescue us with mighty power? Super Savior to the rescue. Super Savior, mighty to save. And then this is the fourth thing we're gonna, we're gonna say. Look, look, here comes Jesus. Up, up, and out of the grave. And uh, we're going to read about that now from Luke chapter 24, verses 1 to 8. And Alistair and John Rory are going to read these verses for us. Luke 24, verses 5 to 8. In their fright, the women bowed down their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here he has risen remember how he told you while he was still with you in Gal- galilee the son of man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners he crucified be crucified and on the third day be raised again then they remembered his words luke 24 verses 1-4 on the first day of the week very early in the morning
1: the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of Lord
0: Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men
1: in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them.
0: Well, thank you, Alistair and John Roddy for reading these verses. So what do we see there? Well, we see what we saw we see Jesus coming up, up out of the grave. Uh, these women who went to, to, to see where Jesus' body was, uh, they, they got to the place where Jesus' body had been put, and the stone was rolled away, and the, the tomb was empty, because Jesus was risen. And it wasn't until Jesus rose from the dead... And it wasn't until uh, the the angels uh, spoke to these women to to tell them that Jesus was risen that they remembered that uh, Jesus told them this is the way it would be. Easter was planned. God knew he would sin. But he loved us enough not to leave us sinking in our sin. And... uh, God knew that death would come into this world because of sin, but he loved us enough to save us from death, and so God sent his Son, Jesus. Who would save the day? Let me hear you say it. Jesus. Who uh, would take our sins away? Jesus. Who would rescue us with mighty power? Jesus. Jesus. And we see the the mighty power of Jesus as he bursts out of the grave to save us forever. So what should we do, boys and girls, uh, this Easter Sunday? Well, you know what we should do? We should do the same thing that the disciples did on that first Easter Sunday. We should look to Jesus. The one who died for our sins and who rose to save us. And Shawnee's going to read now from Isaiah 45 and verse 22. Look to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I
1: am God and there is no other.
0: Thank you, Shawnee, for reading that so clearly and so uh, powerfully. What are we to do? We're to look to the Lord Jesus. That's something uh, that the the people of God were directed to do in the Old Testament. And it's something uh, that we see clearly in the New Testament. Uh, We're to look to Jesus because there's no one else who can save us. So this Easter story, it's a story, it's a news, it's a true story. That was not just for the disciples, all these Years ago, it wasn't just for them. It wasn't just them who were to look to Jesus. This is a story for us. Jesus is our super savior. He is our death crusher. He's our sin smasher. He came to this world and He lived and He died and He rose for us and he promises his resurrection he promises uh, his, his never ending life for every single person who will look to him as Lord and Saviour who will trust in him alone and boys and girls I want to, to say to you what I say so often to, to yourselves and to all the older ones who are listening as well What are we to do? We're to trust in him alone. He is the super saviour. Who can save the day? Jesus. Who can take our sins away? Jesus. Who can rescue us with mighty power? Jesus. And we see that power in his cross and his resurrection. So let's trust him today. Okay, boys and girls, thank you very much for
1: listening so well. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for being able to come before you this afternoon and being able to study that message of the cross. That Heavenly Father, that as we come and as we recognize that Jesus is indeed our super saviour, that he can take away our sin, that he has overcome death, and he is indeed victorious. We pray that as each one of us listened to that message this afternoon, that we would search our hearts, that we would see that Jesus is the only one that can save the day for us, that he is the only one that is mighty to save, and that he has paid the price for each and every one of us no matter how dark our lives may be, no matter how much sin we may think that we have committed, we thank you that Jesus has come and paid the price for each and every one of us on the cross at Calvary. And even as we were shown here, Heavenly Father, through your word and through the singing of your praise, that Jesus is indeed the one that each one of us need in our lives only Jesus that on the power that was taken Heavenly Father at the cross that on that cross our sins were washed away our sins that were red as crimson were made as white as snow and we thank you Heavenly Father that on the Easter Sunday morning that we are indeed able to say see what a morning gloriously bright, that, Heavenly Father, the stone was rolled away, that the power of death was indeed overcome, and that our Saviour Jesus was victorious over the grave. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you that all that was told in the prophets came to pass. As we have read here this evening, as we have seen in your word, your word that you gave to us that directs us on how we may glorify and enjoy you forever. Let us not lose sight of it, but let us not, Heavenly Father, lose sight of the fact that your Son, Jesus, came from heaven to earth and he gave his life up for us. But because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Because he lives, our fear is gone. And because we know he holds the future, our lives are worth the living just because he lives. May that be the song for each and every one of us this night, that we have given our lives to Jesus, that we have opened our hearts door, And we pray that each one of us listening to this message this afternoon would know your blessing upon us, that as we part, That we would not part, Heavenly Father, without searching our hearts. But most of all, Heavenly Father, that we would walk close with you. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jesus. And we thank you for giving him to us. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for the price being paid. So now we pray that each one of us would part this night with your blessing knowing that you are with us, that you have promised to never leave us nor forsake us, that sending your Son and taking him back to be with us, that you gave us your Holy Spirit as a comforter to us. And we may know the blessing that Heavenly Father only comes from you through your Son and through the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious name, amen.